Hello everyone. So in this class, there will be a brief introduction to endocrine system. At the end of the class, students should be able to appreciate the importance of learning endocrine physiology in understanding medicine. Name the endocrine glands. Name the hormone secreted from each gland. Mention the major function of each gland and hormone. Classify hormones and give example for each category. Learn the principles of hormone synthesis. List the pathway of hormone synthesis. Name hormone signaling system and their mechanism of operation. And what are the different types of intercellular communication. Outline their mechanism and give examples for each. Know the physiological importance of binding hormones to plasma proteins. The different uh, methods of hormone estimation. Different types of hormone action different mechanism of regulation of hormone secretion and describe the feedback control of hormone secretion and in the mechanism of action they should be able to understand the concept of receptor upregulation and downregulation appreciate the role of g proteins in hormone action name the types of g proteins and their mechanism of action name few g protein diseases list the signal transduction pathway and name the second messenger in each pathway. Name important hormones that act through different second messengers. Describe the mechanism of hormone action via adenyl cyclase, cyclic AMP system and membrane phospholipid phospholipase system and transcription of mRNA system. And give a note on uh, cyclic AMP system, tyrosine kinase system and calcium colmodulin system. Endocrine physiology is a branch of physiology that deals with a study of process involved in the regulation and integration of cells and organ system by specialized chemical substance called hormones. The word hormone derived from hormone, a Greek word which means to excite. So these are the some of the major endocrine glands which are there in our body, hypothalamus, pituitary anterior and posterior thyroid adrenal gland which includes adrenal cortex and medulla parathyroid gland endocrine pancreas gonads which includes testis and ovary pineal gland the other uh, in endocrine glands include thymus kidney heart lungs GI tract and the placenta so these are the locations of some of the important uh, endocrine glands that is the hypothalamus, pineal gland, pituitary gland which is uh, situated in the salata sicca. In the neck we have thyroid and parathyroid glands. We have adrenal glands over the uh, renal tissue, endocrine pancreas, kidney, small intestine, ovaries or testis. So these are the, some of the endocrine uh, glands which to enumerate and the hormones secreted by them. Hypothalamus, it is going to release the most of the release or inhibiting hormones. Antiripetitory secretes growth hormone, TSH, ACTH, LS and FSH. Whereas posterior produces ADH and oxytocin. Thyroid pro produces T3 and T4. 
adrenal cortex produces cortisol and aldosterone adrenal medulla produces catecholamines pancreas insulin and other hormones parathyroid gland produces parathormone testis produces testosterone ovaries estrogen and progesterone kidney produces renin erythropoietin and adipocytes produces leptin and the gi tract produces the gi hormones so before that i mean uh, we'll learn about what is hormone signaling the chemical signaling of hormone occurs through three important pathways that is endocrine pathway paracrine and autocrine pathway so endocrine means the hormone secreted is elsewhere and it is going to affect on the receptors on the distant organs whereas paracrine signaling is hormone secreted from endocrine tissue diffuses into extracellular space and signals the neighboring tissue so this is called as paracrine signaling for example somatostatin secreted from d cells of pancreatic islet influences the secretion of insulin and glucagon from the same islet cells autocrine signaling is where the hormone secreted from an endocrine cells binds with a receptor located in the same cell that secretes the hormone okay so so here i mean the picture showing autocrine and the paracrine uh, signaling so the hormone which is secreted from the endocrine gland if it acts uh, on the neighboring cell it is called as paracrine signaling if it acts on the same cell secreting hormone is called as autocrine signaling intracellular communication cells communicate with each other by five major mechanisms direct neural endocrine paracrine and neurocrine direct communication occurs between cell via gap junction that is electrical synapses is called as direct communication so example is uh, rapid uh, transmission of the impulse between cardiac myocytes via these gap junctions neural communication is the major mechanism of intercellular communication examples are neurons communicating through the synapses endocrine paracrine and autocrine communications are described above as in hormone signaling and juxtacrine communication is the communication through the cell addition to the growth factors expressed on cell surface so these are the examples of intracellular communication so direct communication occurs through the gap junctions between the cells neural communication examples are synapses endocrine communication occurs through the hormones paracrine through the hormones to the neighboring cells autocrine via hormone to the same cell juxtacrine communication is through the growth receptors expressed on the cell surface whereas neurocrine through the chemicals released at the nerve terminals coming to regulation of the hormone secretion the alteration in the hormone concentration is mainly checked by regulation of hormone secretion the hormone secretion is principally controlled by four mechanisms that is feedback control neural control rhythmic or chronotropic control or the humoral control so this is how through simple feedback mechanism the hormone secretion is regulated endocrine which produces a hormone acts on the target organs biological effects or they are going to in turn control the activity of the 
endocrine gland is called a simple feedback mechanism whereas uh, it can be uh, a long loop mechanism or short loop mechanism or ultra short ultra short loop mechanism okay. so when the hormone i mean themselves they are going to inhibit the production of the releasing hormone or uh, the topic hormone hormones from the anterior pituitary they are called as long loop negative feedback mechanism when the tropic hormone inhibits the synthesis of the hypothalamic secretion it's called as short loop uh, negative feedback mechanism when hypothalamic releasing hormone or inhibiting hormone itself regulates the uh, release from the hypothalamus it is called as ultra short loop mechanism feedback mechanism so hormone to exert their effects on tissues they have to bind with the specific receptors located on the target cells the receptors may be present on the surface of the cell uh, in the cytoplasm or the nucleus of the cell the binding hormone with the receptor that forms the hormone receptor complex that is called as H hr complex activates the series of signal generating mechanisms via cascade of enzymatic reaction in the target cell the peptide hormones bind to the cell surface receptors and activate series of intercellular signal transduction systems the receptors located on the membrane are usually large glycoproteins with a molecular weight around 50000 to 2 lakh daltons they usually span the membrane seven times following binding of hormone with receptor hr complex is formed which is internalized by the endocytosis inside the cell the hr complex is degraded by lysosomal enzymes usually the receptor molecule is recycled back to the cell membrane however degradation of receptor within the cell is not uncommon mutation of these receptor produces receptor diseases g proteins peptide hormones with exception of insulin like growth factor IGF-1 and IGF-2 usually circulate freely as they do not have binding proteins for them in the plasma. They bind with the surface receptor on the target cells. Receptors are coupled with G proteins in the cell membrane. G proteins belong to several families of intrinsic membrane proteins that link the receptors to the nearby effector molecules in the membrane. Also, there are different subunits of each family of G proteins. in fact a specific subunit of g protein of a family relay specific signal from the receptor to the effectors that are usually specific ion channels or enzymes the gtp protein complex influences the subsequent signal transduction that results in generation of mini intracellular signals which may which mediate physiological effect of the hormone Okay, so this is uh, the functioning of G protein, where uh, receptor hormone receptor signals activates the G protein. The alpha uh, subunits, I mean, helps in conversion of GDP into GTP. So GTP acts as an intercellular sig se uh, signal transduction, which is going to exert exert biological effect. Okay, so this is mechanism by which. when hormone attaches uh, to the receptor 
okay so alpha get detaches from the gamma and beta unit okay so with the uh, attached gtp okay so it is going to exert its biological effect okay so this is the structure of uh, typical uh, g protein coupled receptor types of g proteins broadly the g proteins are classified into two categories based on their molecular size that is small g proteins and large g proteins small g proteins are there are six different uh, subfamilies the major categories among are rab rac and ras families a number of small g proteins contain lipid modification that help them to adhere to membranes whereas small g proteins diffuse through throughout the uh, cytosol functions of these small g proteins is these regulate many cellular activities the raf family regulates the rate of vesicle movement between cell organelles and cell membrane the ro or rac family mediates interaction between cytoskeleton and the cell membrane the ras family controls the growth by regulating transmission of signals from cell membrane to the nucleus large g proteins are the membrane proteins coupled to the receptors so presently there are five families of large proteins have been discovered as gs stimulatory gi inhibitory gt gq and g13 in addition there are three genes for g proteins 20a 6 beta and 20g genes therefore a large number of subunits of g protein families are produced usually g proteins are trimeric proteins consisting of three subunits therefore they are called as heteromeric g proteins the subunits are called as alpha beta and gamma subunits normally a subunit is bound to gdp when hr complex binds to g protein coupled receptors gdp is exchanged for gdp gtp uh, and a subunit is separated from beta and gamma subunits of the g protein so this separation of uh, subunits from beta gamma subunits bring about the physiological activities the beta gamma subunits do not separate from each other the subunit has intrinsic gtps activity that converts gtp into gdp so this results in reassociation of subunit with beta and gamma subunits of g protein the gtps activity of a subunit can be facilitated by regulators of g protein signaling so this is the uh, mechanism by which g proteins get activated when hormone binds to receptor okay so the uh, gdp gets converted into gtp and uh, the alpha subunit gets separated from the beta and gamma subunit okay and uh, this alpha subunit helps in the signal transduction which is ultimately going to exert the physiological effects the g protein coupled receptors are membrane proteins that span membrane seven times hence they are called as serpentine receptors that is seven helix receptors a large number of gpcr have been cloned recently and they have many diverse functions when ligand binds binds to uh, gpcr conformational change occurs in 
GPCR that activates large G protein attached to the cytoplasmic surface of the cell membrane. Activation of single GPCR can lead to activation of multiple large G proteins that transduces and amplifies the action of first messenger. Signal transduction pathway. In general, the process of second messenger formation broadly categorized into four types. That is activation of the ion channels, activation of G proteins, activation of intercellular or membrane enzymes, activation of transcription process. So these are the broad mechanisms and uh, uh, that brings the different changes in the cell function. Okay. So that can be opening or closure of the ion channels or it can be activation of the G proteins. Okay. So it may be uh, via adenyl cyclase pathway or phospholipase uh, C pathway or cyclic JMP pathway or there can be activation of intercellular or membrane enzymes that is via tyrosine kinase or serine or theonine kinase or it can be via nuclear receptors through mRNA transcription. Okay, so usually steroids and thyroid hormones um, acts through these mechanisms. Adenyl cyclase uh, that is cyclic AMP system. Cyclic adenosine monophosphate that is cyclic AMP is an important second messenger for the mini peptides and amine hormones. It is also called as uh, it also causes lymphocyte activation and mast cell degranulation. Formation of cyclic AMP and uh, alteration in cell functions by its uh, by it uh, involve a series of events following interaction of hormone with the receptor on the cell membrane. Okay. So this is the mechanism by which the adenyl cyclase uh, going to act. Okay, so which uh, uh, okay, converts the ATP into cyclic AMP and cyclic AMP in turn uh, going to convert inactive protein kinase A into active protein kinase A. So that is going to lead to phosphorylation of cellular enzymes, uh, synthesis of phosphoproteins. So that is going to exert the physiological effect. Okay. So cyclic AMP can also I mean, involved in transcription of the genes and protein synthesis. So these are the some, some of the important hormones act by altering the cycling AMP concentration in the cell. Okay. So the hormones which act by increasing in the cyclic AMP formation are GHRH, CRH, gonotropin releasing hormone, follicle stimulating hormone, luteinizing hormone. Uh, norepinephrine ADH and uh, the hormones that act by inhibiting the cyclic AMP formation are norepinephrine via alpha 2 receptor and somatostatin. So this is an important system for transduction of uh, hormone signals into physiological activities. So in this system binding of a hormone with receptor initiates the following cascade of reaction. So the hormone binding with receptors results in the hormone receptor complex. So the hormone activates uh, G-alpha-Q. Activated uh, G-alpha-Q activates the membrane enzyme phospholipase C and phospholipase C B1 or B2 or beta 2 causes hydrolysis of phosphatidyl 
inositol 4,5 bisphosphonate that is PIP2 that generates uh, two important signal molecules that is inositol 1,4,5-triphosphate uh, and diacylglycerol that is DAG. The increased protein kinase C activity activates many intracellular enzymes that bring about the change in the cell function. So that is how membrane phospholipid uh, phospholipid system is going to uh, act on the cells. Okay, so so G protein is going to activate the phospholipid C. Okay, so which is going to convert PIP2 into DAG and IP3. Okay, so these are going to in turn uh, cause activation of the protein kinase C, and they are going to exert their uh, cellular response. So this is another uh, picture showing its mechanism. So the phospholipase C mean gets converted into PIP2. PIP2 in turn gets converted into IP3 or DAG. So IP3 increases the uh, the calcium levels. Okay, so that is going to affect the physiological effects. Whereas DAG it is going to increase the protein kinase C activity. So that is going to ultimately exert the physiological effects. Gonalil cyclase a cyclic GMP system. So cyclic gonosin monophosphate that is cyclic GMP is another important cyclic uh, nucleotide that acts as a second messenger for the peptide hormone action. Binding of hormone with the receptor initiates cascade of events. The hormone binds with the receptor on the surface of the cell the HR complex activates the guanyl cyclase uh, in the membrane. The guanylin cyclase converts cytoplasmic guanosin triphosphate that is GTP into cyclic GMP. The cyclic GMP uh, activates the cyclic GMP dependent kinases and phosphatases that cause phosphorylation of different intracellular proteins. Okay. Cyclic GMP also directly opens the ion channels. In rods and cones, cyclic GMP operates operated mechanism mediate the physiological effects. Okay, so this is the mechanism by which uh, the cyclic GMP, uh, I mean it is going to cause the physiological effect where the GTP gets converted into cyclic GMP and uh, they are going to activate the cyclic GMP dependent kinases and phosphatases. So intracellular receptor or transcription of mRNA system. The receptors of thyroid and steroid hormones and 125-dihydrocholecalciferol and retinoids are located inside the cell. The hormone diffuses through the cell membrane into cytoplasm and combines with the receptor which is present either in the cytoplasm or in nucleus. The receptor for glucocorticoid is present in the cytoplasm whereas Receptor for thyroxine and steroid hormones are located in the nucleus. So this is the mechanism by which, I mean, where the hormone, it is going to, I mean, cross the cell membrane and attach on the, uh, the uh, nuclear receptors. Okay, so then it is going to alter the transcription, produces the mRNA, 
so which is going to lead to the protein synthesis so that will be seen as the physiological response the other mechanism of signal generation are activation of tyrosine kinase activation some peptide hormones do not require g protein for inducing signal transduction system the hormone binds with the receptor which has a intrinsic tyrosine kinase activity and the receptor has three drum domains extracellular membrane and intracellular domains the extracellular domain possesses the binding site for hormone and the intracellular domain possesses the tyrosine kinase activity okay. so so this is uh, the mechanism action where the receptor has intrinsic tyrosine kinase activity i mean it activates the uh, tyrosine kinase mechanism and that is going to ultimately lead to physiological effect by causing enzyme activation or gene transcription calcium call modulin system so this system is uh, uh, this is also another transduction system where hormone uh, signal in which the binding of hormone to a receptor on the cell membrane stimulates g protein to activate a specific membrane channel for example ligand gated calcium channel through which the calcium from ecf enters inside the cell and that is going to exert the physiological effect okay so so when hormone binds to the receptor it is going to activate some of the ligand gated calcium channels so that causes calcium influx and calcium uh, influx okay so it is going to activate the call modulin pathway and that is going to uh, exert the physiological function okay so this is uh, in brief about the introduction to the uh, the endocrine system and the mechanism of action of the hormones thank you